baby bus. Around the world in 80 days. Episode 17, Meeting on a Narrow Path. Saturday, December 7, 1872. On the 66th day of our trip around the world in 80 days, we took a train from San Francisco and rushed to New York. To save Mr. Fogg, Detective Fix bore the punch from Colonel Stamp, and he fainted. He woke up a long time later. Mr. Fix, I'm very grateful for what you've done. Don't worry. When I've completed my trip around the world in 80 days, I'll come back here and challenge Colonel Stamp to a duel. He'll pay the price for punching you. Fix looked at Mr. Fogg and knew that he wasn't saying this casually. With Mr. Fogg's character, this duel was unavoidable. Mr. Fogg, uh, even though I feel it's not necessary to go to battle over this matter, uh, uh, since you've already made up your mind, uh, I hope you win this duel. That night at six o'clock, Mr. Fogg, Lady Aouda, Fix, and Passepartout boarded the New York-bound train in San Francisco as planned. It was winter. The weather was very cold, and the ground was blanketed in snow. The train chugged quickly through the vast American snowfield for four days and four nights. Around three o'clock in the afternoon on December 7th, feeling a little bored, Passepartout was about to close his eyes and take a nap. Suddenly, the train jolted and screeched to a halt. What's happening? What happened? What's happening? happening? Has the train broken down? broken down? down? The passengers were confused. Before they knew what was happening, the ground started shaking like an earthquake. Passepartout quickly stuck his big head outside the window, looking in the direction of the locomotive. Cows! A lot of cows! The scene shocked him. A herd of buffaloes ran across the rails like a dark flood, forcing the train to stop. Oh dear! There are at least a thousand buffalo! No, ten thousand! No, at least... 30,000 buffaloes! Mr. Fogg, who was reading the newspapers, looked out the window. But his expression remained the same. They're American buffaloes, much bigger than European cattle. There are so many buffaloes. The train will be here for a while. Stopped here for a while? Passepartout screamed, suddenly waving his fists at the buffaloes. Ah, horrible American buffaloes! How can you run across the rails? Do you know you're obstructing traffic? Move out of the way and let the train pass first! The buffaloes obviously didn't understand Passepartout's words. They continued to charge across the rails with their heads down. Passepartout could do nothing but draw his head back through the window. Horrible buffaloes! You owe me a huge sum of money for the gas bill! When I get back to London, I will eat a few big pieces of good steak! Seeing Passepartout puffing up with anger, Detective Fix, who was sitting on the side, reminded him kindly, Passepartout, the cows in England are a different breed from these buffaloes. If you want to take revenge on these buffaloes, you should eat buffalo meat. All cows belong to the same family. Even if they're from different breeds, they're still brothers and sisters. Or at least distant relatives. Detective Fix shrugged, not wanting to argue with Passepartout. 
his eyes casually swept across the neighboring carriage. Suddenly he saw a burly man with a red face, red beard, and red hair sitting in the other carriage. It was Colonel Stamp, the one who had knocked him out with a single punch a few days earlier. Why? Why is he on the train? Fix was taken aback. He stole a glance at Mr. Fogg, then whispered to Passepartout and Lady Aouda. You're saying it's that Colonel Stamp who attempted to attack my master? Oh, if he comes to find trouble, I'll kick him so hard he'll be begging for mercy. But you know how Mr. Fogg is. He won't let others stick up for him. Let's think of something to distract Mr. Fogg so that he won't discover that Stamp is on the train too. Mr. Fogg was finally alerted by Passepartout and the others whispered discussion. He put down his newspapers and asked... Did something happen? Nothing. Extremely nervous, Passepartout waved his hands frantically. Um, Mr. Fogg, it's rather boring on the train. Don't you like playing cards? Let's play cards. That's not a bad suggestion. The card game was set up, and Mr. Fogg focused on the game. Passepartout and the others were relieved. A burly fellow with a red face, red beard, and red hair suddenly walked toward them along the carriage aisle. It was Colonel Stamp. Passepartout and Detective Fix looked at each other nervously. Colonel Stamp was about to walk by Mr. Fogg's seat. Passepartout suddenly covered his stomach. Oh! Oh! Ouch! Ouch! Oh, oh. Mr. Fogg turned his attention to Passepartout and didn't notice Colonel Stamp as he walked past him. Passepartout, what's wrong with you? Ouch! Oh! I, I don't know why, but my stomach... My stomach hurts! Oh! You're not holding your stomach. That's your bladder, where you store urine. Oh! Urine? <laughs> my mistake! Um, it doesn't hurt anymore. Don't look at my bladder. Please continue playing cards. <laughs> Colonel Stamp had walked far away, and the card game continued. But not long after, Colonel Stamp made his way back again. Does this fellow have nothing better to do? Why does he have to walk up and down our carriage? Passepartout was cursing inwardly. Meanwhile, he pointed out the window, pretending to cry out in shock. Master, look! Indians! Mr. Fogg turned his head to look out the window. But besides the boundless snow, there was nothing else. Indians? Yes, I saw them too. They ran very fast. Whoosh! And they're gone. They ran faster than the train? Yes! Oh, no, 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 no. They were riding something. What were they riding? Horses! Donkeys! Donkeys! Horses! Which way did they go? In front. Behind us! Behind us! In front! Mr. Fogg stayed silent for a moment. All right, wherever the Indians went, it has nothing to do with us. Let's continue playing cards. Mr. Fogg and the others continued playing cards. Stamp didn't walk past their carriage again, and finally the game ended late at night. Around 11 o'clock the next morning, the card game was set up again. When Mr. Fogg was getting ready to play a ten of spades, a voice suddenly came from behind. If it were me, I'd play a nine of diamonds. Mr. Fogg turned around and looked. It's you. The fellow had a red face, red beard, and red hair. It was none other than Colonel Stamp. Mr. Fogg has seen Colonel Stamp. A duel is unavoidable. Will Mr. Fogg be able to win the duel? Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>